Welcome to the internet, my friend. How can I help you? We're online and in your face. Power Generation Radio. Party people, it's seven o'clock on the dot, so you know what time it is. It's time for Holly's Beach Club here on OurGenerationRadio.com. It's the place to be on Wednesday nights. Bring your friends, hang out, let's do this. To kick things off, I'm bringing back a little gem from 1979 from the album I Am. It's Earth, Wind, and Fire, about a, a song about a relationship gone very, very bad. It's After the Love Is Gone here on WOGR. Something happened along the way 
Back into Stevie Wonder's very early vaults for that one from the album For Once in My Life from 1968 that charted at number three in the UK, number two in the US. That was the titular song For Once in My Life. This was written by the Motown songwriters Ron Miller and Orlando Murden and was originally recorded in, in 1966 by a jazz and soul singer named Jean Duchon who was signed to Chess Records. Miller and Duchon or Miller had Deshaun record the record as a demo, but liked her version so much that he thought she should sing it. The record company politics ensued as Barry Gordy, as the head of Motown, was not pleased with one of his songwriter's compositions going to other labels. He made sure that he had his artists record the song, and the first to do so was Barbara McNair, who would perform it later in 1966 on a TV special and release it on her album Here I Am that year. The next Motown act to record it was The Temptations, who would release it in 1967 on the album In a Mellow Mood. All versions of the song to a point were long and drawn-out ballads. Stevie Wonder was the first to pick up the tempo and use it as a joyful arrangement. Wonder's version, however, sat in the Motown vaults for nearly a year before Gordy finally released it in 1968. This became a hit record and the definitive version of the song. So you see, once Stevie Wonder sings a song, it's eternally his. <laughs> and it's about the finding that special someone that gives you the feeling of boundless happiness. And Stevie was just 17 when he first recorded it. Very cool, right? I love it. Such a great song coming your way. We have The Temptations, followed by Nino Tempo and April Stevens and so much more. Keep it locked here on OurGenerationRadio.com for a real good time. 
so your heart's broken. You sit around moping, crying, crying. You say, you even thinking about dying? Well, before you do anything rash, dig this. Everybody plays a fool sometimes. There's no exception to the rule. Listen, baby, it may be factual, may be cruel. Such an easy thing to do And there's no guarantee That the one you love Is gonna love you Oh, loving like they cannot see A certain person could never be Love runs deeper than any ocean It clouds your mind favorite fact about the main ingredient y'all know that it's uh cuba gooding jr's father on that record right i would love okay so this just popped into my head i would love to hear cuba cover everybody plays the fool with friends or whoever like even if he has to like quadruple infinity track it to match that i just want to hear it i just want to hear him sing that's what i want to hear or maybe maybe uh if he did it with his family members that would be fun too <laughs> cool <laughs> all right so coming your way we've got nino tempo and more but here's nino tempo and april stevens with deep purple
episode trouble on rock hill ain't nothing like running up and down rock hill hey let's move this rock Whoa! <laughs> sassy johnny's stuck under that rock <laughs> yeah girl go tell mr gunderson to bring his truck <laughs> you'll tell him but only after you dispel a stereotype associated with shelter pets <laughs> people think shelter pets come with lots of initial veterinary costs it's dusty under here <laughs> But in reality, most shelter pets have been vaccinated, neutered, and microchipped in case they get lost. My pants ripped. Sassy, Johnny needs help. <laughs> what Johnny really needs is more discipline and better parental supervision. You use big words, Sassy. Still under the rock. Sassy is brought to you by the Ad Council and the shelterpetproject.org. Remember, the best music. Our generation radio. From Candletop, been two weeks gone, and he thought he'd stop at Webbs and have him a drink before he went home to her. Andy Wolo said hello, and he said hi. What's doing? Wolo said, sit down. I got some bad news. It's gonna hurt. He said I'm your best friend, and you know that's right. But your young bride ain't home tonight. Since you've been gone, she's been seeing that Amos boy sail. 
Brown's got blood stains on his hands Well, Andy got scared and left the bar Walking on home cause he didn't live far See, Andy didn't have many friends and he just lost him one Your brother thought his wife must have left town So he went home and finally found The only thing Papa had left him and that was a gun Tracks too small for Andy to make He looked through the screen at the back porch door And he saw Andy lying on the floor in a puddle of blood And he started to shake Where the Georgia Patrol wasn't making their rounds So he fired a shot just to flag him down And a big belly chair grabbed his gun and said why'd you do it? Said guilty in a make-believe trial Slapped the sheriff on the back with a smile Said supper's waiting at home And I gotta get to it That's the night that the lights went out in Georgia That's the night that they caught an innocent man Well, don't trust your soul and no backwoods southern lawyer Judge in the town's got blood stains on his hands. Well, they hung my brother before I could say the tracks he saw while on his way to Andy's house and back that night were mine. And his chief wife had never left town, and that's one body that'll never be found. See, his sister don't miss when she aims her gun. That's Vicki Lawrence. That last part always gets me. So that was Vicki Lawrence <laughs> from her only hit in 1973, charting at number one in the United States, Zip in the UK, from her album The Night the Lights Went Out in Georgia. That was the titular song, The Night the Lights Went Out in Georgia. And true to Vicki Lawrence fashion, total uh just bad mamma jamma of a song right there and of course the song tells the story of a man who finds out from his friend andy that his wife had cheated on him with both andy and a guy named seth this being in georgia he gets a gun and sets out to kill andy but when he gets there andy is already dead the police show up arrest him for killing andy and he is hanged the singer then reveals that she is the man's sister and she shot andy and also killed her brother's wife now that is insane. <laughs> so, all right. So I did a little Halloween theme last show. So I guess we'll just throw this on to our sort of sideways Halloween macabre list. How about that? It's the Halloween song you never expected. And yeah, so this was the only hit for Vicky. And of course, a lot of people would know her from the Carol Burnett show and as Mama in Mama's Family. And she actually had her own talk show at one point called Vicky. And this song was actually written by her husband, Bobby Russell. And they divorced soon after the, the song was released. 
Bobby also wrote Honey for Bobby Goldsboro, which was a hit in 1968. He died of a heart attack in 1992. So, that's sad. Coming your way, we've got Aretha Franklin, and I actually have an extended version of Donna Summer's Love to Love You, Baby, that I found, so I'm really excited about that. And we've got a little Young Holt Unlimited. For those of you who are millennials that grew up in the 90s like I did, you'll recognize it from the parent trap. All of that and so much more is heading your way. WOGR time is 7.33 p.m. Thanks for hanging with me. Here's Aretha Franklin with Daydreaming. Stop, I'll be there to feed 
DJs across the USA. This is Our Generation Radio, WOGRDB, Columbia, South Carolina, a member of the National Association of Digital Broadcasters. Our Generation Radio. What's up, party people? It's your friend Holly here for Holly's Beach Club here on OurGenerationRadio.com, heading into my second hour. WOGR time is 7.57 p.m. on the nose, and I'm happy to hang out with you. What we just heard was an explosive 17-minute version of Donna Summer's 1975 hit, Love to Love You, Baby. And I just threw that in there just for fun. I didn't realize there was a 17-minute version out there. So I was like, you know what? This is the groovy station that can do that. So I thought it might be kind of neat. And I think it was. (laughs) And Donna actually wrote this with the help of the European producers Giorgio Morodier, and Peter Bilotti, or Bilotte. Hmm. It was the first big hit for Marauder, who went on to have great success as a songwriter and producer. Among his many accomplishments, Donna's Hot Stuff and On the Radio, 
Scores for many movies, including Scarface, Midnight Express, American Gigolo, and many songs used in movies. Among them, Berlin's Take My Breath Away, used in Top Gun, and Call Me from American Gigolo. Very cool. And this was actually Donna's first hit and one of the first disco hits. Disco gained popularity in gay dance clubs where they were using DJs instead of bands. And eventually the music spread to the mainstream clubs and made its way onto radio stations and movies like Saturday Night Fever. And Donna had many hits and became known as the queen of disco. But before Love to Love You Baby, she was more of a folk pop artist. And before that, she performed in musicals and recorded show tunes. This was the song that set her on the path to disco divadom. So this was the beginning of the goddess that is Donna Summer. So there you go. Humble beginnings. (laughs) Coming your way, we have It's a Beautiful Day. And then we'll go off the beaten path with Michael Franks and Al Stewart heading your way. Kicking things off, it's White Bird. Tuesday 
reminds you. Uh, I want you to do Massachusetts. Oh, you hum it. We can play it. Yeah. You do that. songs and if you haven't seen the biopic how can you mend a broken heart on hbo max please watch it it is so cool and they share stories like the one i'm about to tell you in short form they'll expand i won't i'll just go ahead and just tell you the little bits but the song was actually written without robin or any of them having having actually gone to massachusetts at one point so it's neat that they can take an entire like moment in a state and just write a song about it and without having it be an actual love letter to the state it turns into one at least that's just my opinion 
And what do I know? I just spin groovy tunes and hang out with you groovy people all day. <laughs> Coming your way, we've got Michael Franks, Al Stewart, and so much more. Keep it locked. WOGR time is 8.12 p.m. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's a lovely 70 degrees, 70 degrees and sunny outside. Here's Michael Franks with the eggplant from the album The Art of Tea. Grand 
and that's the king of the history folk rock. That is Al Stewart with Lord Grenville from the album Year of the Cat, which didn't chart at all, which surprises the crap out of me, but you know, came out in 1976. So, yeah, bicentennial for us Americans. The bicentennial year. Very cool. And, uh, yeah, so... What's great about this song is that it's classical Al Stewart in his historical folk rock fashion. And I think the only other person who could probably do that kind of thing would probably be uh, Gordon Lightfoot with uh, The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. But that's just my opinion. And this song is actually more than just folk rock. It's about Sir Richard Grenville, who was born in 1542, and after a distinguished career as a soldier and explorer, he was appointed Vice Admiral of the British Royal Navy. He sailed to the Roanoke Island in what is now North Carolina in 1586 to fortify a colony established by Sir Walter Raleigh, leaving behind 15 men who disappeared. Roanoke became known as the Lost Colony. So if anyone out there is listening is from, like, the Roanoke area, if you know that, tell me some stories. I want to know these things. Hit me up on Facebook. Just look for Holly's Beach Club on Our Generation Radio. I'm also on Twitter and Instagram at Holly Rocks Radio. Reach out. Let me know what's going on. And this song is written from the perspective of the 15 men who were left behind and know that their end is imminent. Go and tell Lord Grenville that our dreams have run aground. There's nothing here to keep us in this shanty town. And if you were listening as intently as I do every time I hear that song, that that's that's spooky. Th- this could also go into my Halloween theme because it's, it's insightful, scary, spooky, and kind of sad. It just it, sur- it stirs up a lot of emotions, I think. And here's another fun fact for you. In 1591, Grenville sailed for the Azores in pursuit of Spanish treasure, but found himself outnumbered when his ship, the Revenge, became separated from the rest of the fleet. After fighting 15 Spanish ships all evening and night, the Revenge was surrendered by his crew against his wishes. Mortally wounded, Grenville was taken prisoner and died aboard one of the enemy ships at only 49. How scary is that? Like, whoa. And, of course, Lord Grenville is the first track on the Year of the Cat album, and it was recorded at the legendary Abbey Road Studios with producer Alan Parsons, with the hit single being Year of the Cat. It was a breakthrough and his first album to make an impact in America. I think there was a story that Al was telling where, like, it for a while there, it seemed you couldn't turn the channel without hearing Year of the Cat somewhere. <laughs> and... Of course, Al considers this one of his sea songs. I like to call them his sea shanties because I grew up on an island. I grew up in the creek. So anything that has to do with islands and pirates and treasure, it's a sea shanty. Absolutely bonafide. Put a stamp on it. It is there. So now you know the history behind one of my favorite songs of all time, and I hope you dig it. Coming your way, we've got Jesse Winchester. Arlo Guthrie and Carlos Santana. So stick around, keep it locked. We're heading to the bottom of my second hour, and boy, what a ride it's been. Here's Jesse Winchester with Twigs and Seeds. Oh no!
I got home from work last night, uh, I headed straight for my stash, you know, cause I wanted some of my private blend, which is two parts drafts to one part hash. Well, I got to my little secret hiding place and I checked out my little plastic bag. Well, there wasn't a speck of that nice leaf left and I felt my whole spirit sag. There's nothing but twigs and seeds. Twigs and seeds. The sure don't deliver the punch that this old in me. I phoned up my old connection and I said, look, Richard, this is an emergency, man. Look, I just discovered that I am fresh out of that herd that's so dear to me. You know what I mean? I said, look, Jesse, I'd like to help you, man. I'm in business to supply you with the weed, you know, but the man just busted a whole huge shipment of mine. And I ever wanted a house moving twigs and seeds. So you have morning glory seeds and nutmeg and LSD, model airplane blue, railway buttons, methadream, benzodrine, dexadrine. Someone said banana peels will do. Let's just say. The use of these various hallucinogens was somehow no longer a legal mystery. Well, man, I still think there ought to be some sort of law about possession of nothing but twigs and seeds. Because really, twigs and seeds, twigs and seeds, they sure don't deliver the price that they hold yet
That's Peg by Steely Dan from the album Aja. And that was released in 1977, charting at number 11 in the United States, Zip in the UK, which I think is a totally missed opportunity. But since nobody asked, I will just sit back and dole out the lovely sounds and, well, I guess occasional opinions, but that's my right, isn't it? (laughs) I'm so glad you guys are here. It's so much fun hanging out with you week after week. It's so great. And... Peg is actually about an aspiring actress with director-photographer promising her a big break. Whether he's leading her on or not is unknown, and given where the band got its name, you can't help but wonder what kind of actress Peg is, which, if you've ever wondered what Steely Dan is, let's just say it's an adult toy, basically, just to be totally honest. And if you hadn't heard that before, it is true. (laughs) And uh, Walker Walker Becker and Donald Fagan of Steely Dan are very particular in their choice of musicians, and they pick some really good ones for this one. Michael McDonald actually sang backing vocals on the track, which, if you listen closely, it kind of makes sense. (laughs) And Jay Graydon played the guitar solo. And, of course, Michael McDonald is famous for his work with the Doobie Brothers and as a solo artist. And Graydon is very successful as a producer and a songwriter in addition to his work as a guitarist. So he's kind of like the triple threat. And according to Graydon, Becker and Fagan brought in seven or eight guitarists to try the solo and worked with him for about six hours until he got it right. And years later, when Graydon produced artists like the Manhattan Transfer, Al Jarreau, and George Benson... He was very particular and worked them hard to get to the desired sound he wanted. Working with egos in the business side of the music industry wore on Graydon, and he stopped working in the late 80s, something he could actually afford to do since he continued to receive songwriting royalties and kept his expenses in check, which is something I think we could all learn from as adults. How come we never were taught that in school? That's still something I wonder. And in 2008... He teamed up with ace songwriter Randy Goodrum to form the band JAR, or J-A-R, whose first album, Scene 29, has a a Steely Dan feel. And Graydon said of it, It's like Steely Dan because of the following. The lyrics are very intelligent, with really cool ideas. The chord changes are very melodic, hinging on jazz sometimes. Melodies are memorable. It's intelligent West Coast pop music. I think it's the best record I've ever been involved with. We spent two years on this, and I didn't mind any minute of it. I couldn't wait to get into the studio every night. That's pretty cool, isn't it? I actually love Aja. It's a great album. Coming your way, we have Boz Skaggs, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, Texas' own Trashy Annie, and then local awesome people, Heavy Honey. And so much more. Thank you so much for stupid or for sticking around. What was I thinking? I adore you all to pieces. Here's Boss Gags with Lowdown. <laughs> Mm-hmm. 
That's Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers from 1979's Damn the Torpedoes with Refugee, charting in at number 15 in the U.S., Zip in the U.K., which, again, is on my list of missed opportunities. Come on, United Kingdom. You know you love yourself a little refugee and some Damn the Torpedoes, okay? Yeah, I know. It's a very American saying from, like, World War II. But still, we were on your side then, too, you know. Anyway off the soapbox (laughs) and uh, tom petty said of the song this was a reaction to the pressures of the music business i wound up in huge row with the record company when abc records tried to sell our contract to mca records in fact at one point they'd had a shirt that said why mca on the back like questioning why (laughs) and they'd sold the contract without the band knowing about it and there was you know a a clause in their contract that said they didn't have the right to do that and so Tom said I was so angry with the whole system that I think that a lot had to do with the tone of Damn the Torpedoes as an album I was in this defiant mood I wasn't so conscious of it then but I can look back and see what was happening I find that's true a lot of the time it takes some time before you fully understand what's going on in the song or maybe what led up to it so yeah i find that a lot of tom's albums are speaking some kind of truth and when i was watching one of the tom petty documentaries i think it was running down a dream somebody had said yeah you don't know what you're a refugee from but you feel this song and i know when i was around 15 i totally felt it who wouldn't as a high schooler, you know? He spoke to so many generations. We miss you, Tom. We really do. Coming your way, we have Trashy Annie, Heavy Honey, Zach Deputy, Cameron Tate, and so much more on deck. So stick around. Keep it locked. Heading into my last hour. Rolling on into the 9 o'clock jam. Here's Trashy Annie with Nuclear Meltdown. I was born on the night of a hurricane. I was born. Just to make it rain I was born With a bat and a wrecking ball I was born To make the night fall
That's a original tune called Bleeding Hearts we got. getting a permit I don't want you to get towed so make sure that you protect your car and if you don't have a permit uh move it across the street there's a parking lot over there Do you really know? 
Cameron Tate with Path of Your Heart. I love Cameron. He's so fun. 
And I swear, I dare you. When you listen to that song, I dare you not to smile. I dare you. It can't happen. It is physically impossible. I know this because <laughs> I've been smiling and dancing the entire time the song's been playing. Last week, I rolled out the Boswells, and I'm so happy to just have them on my rotation. So they're coming up next. We'll also have Sarah Burns, and then we will likely close out with the Allman Brothers Band with their live version of Whip and Post from the closing night at the Fillmore East, I believe. So stick around. Keep it locked. WOGR time is 9.20 p.m. Thanks for listening. And if you dig what you hear, find me on Facebook. Just look for Holly's Beach Club on Our Generation Radio. I'm also on Twitter and Instagram at Holly Rocks Radio. So that's Holly Rocks Radio. All one word, Twitter and Instagram. Find me. Check me out. It's cool. Stay up to date. Here's the Boswells with Good Thing. So velvety soulful. I searched the world Backwards and forwards Over and under Looking for you But I thought for a minute If it's in God's plan For me to find that man That I can hold on
song my first time.
that's Eric Clapton from his Eric Clapton Unplugged, his 1992 MTV Unplugged appearance with Running on Faith. And that's just a little cut I just wanted to pull off of that album and play because I've never played it before, but I do love that song. And I'm going to close out my show with some acoustic aha, another MTV Unplugged jam with their version of Take On Me. But I also wanted to thank everyone for tuning in. And I will post this episode as soon as humanly possible. And be on the lookout. I will post my interview that I did with Annie Davis of Trashy Annie. So you don't want to miss that. And thank you so much for tuning in. This has been Holly's Beach Club on Our Generation Radio. And I will see you next week right here on OurGenerationRadio.com. 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. Be groovy, my friends. Here's Aha with Take On Me. Talking away I don't know what I'm to say I'll say it anyway Today is another day to find you Shying away I'll be coming for your love, okay And take on me Take me on I'll be gone In a day Better to be safe than sorry and